Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Moran's going to get ahead of Steve with a chance to win it in his return. Here goes Moran. He spins. Moran scores! And the timer expires! Count the basket! And John Morant wins it for the Grizzlies! What a return. The first ever game winner in John Morant's career as he comes back from the second gun suspension and the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, they're still 12 games under 500, but they go on the road and beat Zion and the Pelicans. He was gassed. He was cramping. He still had enough to score three clutch baskets in the final 90 seconds. That had not been done since Luka Doncic in 2019. Wow. It makes you feel that, like, like it, it It almost makes you a little more angry at jaw. Cause when you watch him play, it's like, dude, you take this from us. Like, like yeah. with some of the dumb stuff you do, because he is so much fun to watch. He is just, he's, he's, he, I think he's, he's Iverson. He's got Iverson type game with better hops. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's almost like Iverson with Russell Westbrook in his prime. But like, and I know that's like a huge yeah. compliment or, or or a huge Compl- description when we talk about the, that talent. But man, he is he is so special. Just the things that he can do, and it's just you you hope he can you hope he can stay clean. You hope he can stay on top of things because he is a lot of fun to watch. Oh no, when I see the immediate shot of his dad and his yeah, best friend man. right after, I'm like, mmm, mmm. I wonder. I wonder. We'll see. I hope he's there. Uh, except if he gets in the Mavericks' way when it comes to the Western Conference. The Mavericks are going to take on the team that Luka Doncic owns, and that would be the L.A. Clippers. 7.30 tip tonight uh, at the AAC, and Luka is coming off Western Conference Player of the Week. Luka won it in the West. Giannis won it in the East. What did Luka do last week and over the weekend? He already passed Dirk for most 35-point games in franchise history. Already did it. Over his last eight games, this was before the Denver game, 40-12-10, and 39-6-13, and 33-6-17, and 35-8-6, and 32-6-10, and 40-10-11, 36-15-18, Monster. Pretty good, pretty impressive. Now they'll be going up against the Clippers tonight. Yeah, it looks like no Kyrie Irving again and no Derek Lively again. So hopefully you get better contributions from the guys on the side. Grant Williams has got to start playing a little better when 
when they're without some of these guys. Like, like they really need him to step up uh, because it can't just be Luca and then whatever dozen points Dante Exum can throw in combined with, you know, Derek Jones or whatever. This is this. They really need guys like Grant Williams to step up. And what have the Clippers been doing? It looks like they're on fire. They've won eight in a row. All I was getting ready to bury them. I was rooting for them to die off when James Harden went over there. Go look at the Clippers catching fire in the Western Conference. They're the sixth seed, and the Mavericks are the fifth. Really, the Mavericks are just technically above them. They both have records of 16 and 10. But you're not used to talking about any other team but the Clippers being the ones missing people with injuries or availability. Kawhi leads the way at 24 a night. Paul George at 23. Harden at 17 with seven assists, but the Clippers are rolling. It's amazing uh, what you can do as a basketball team when Kawhi Leonard doesn't miss any games, which is what they've had so far, is that he's played every single time. I know he said before the season, he's like, look, I, I don't think these load management rules, that, that's not going to prevent, that's not going to keep me playing because because I've, I've you know, I'm not just missing games to miss games. I've been hurt, but here he is. He's played every single game so far. By the way, Bovada put the Dallas Mavericks as the front runners to acquire Draymond Green if the Warriors decide to trade him. The Mavs plus 210, Lakers plus 300, then the Cavs, Pacers, and Sacramento Kings. No, thanks. No, thank you. I I, I don't want that at all. I, Would I you don't... have taken him before this season? In the offseason before he signed his extension. No, didn't we? Like, I think we talked about this too. Like, I, no, I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't need old tripled single here. Like, I, I they was got, down for it. They got Grant Williams. Not Grant four Williams. for 100. I've, I've already got the undersized big who uh, kind of does everything. That's what oh, Grant Williams does. called him out for being disappointed. I know. He needs to be more. But, I mean, I'd take Grant Williams over Draymond Green. That's for sure. Did you say that Jaw had a babysitter? We got the Dez sitter for Jaw. He does. So he has uh, the director of team security, Kevin Helms. His entire job this season, apparently, is to be Jaw Morant's babysitter. They say that they literally have him shadowing Jaw Morant everywhere, which it's probably reached that point if you're Memphis. Like, our investment is so deep in this guy, and he's clearly gotten into so much trouble He's got to have somebody attached to his hip. So that was uh, from Tim McMahon over at ESPN saying that Kevin Helms, the Grizzlies director of team security, his job has essentially shifted from team security to jaw security or jaw babysitter. So hopefully that'll that'll keep him clean and keep him on the court and uh, keep him away from the firearms. Could Mike Bassick be employed by Jeff Bezos? Boy, that would be absolutely wonderful. Uh, not just because Bassett would have to work for Jeff Bezos, but uh, mainly because to do Black Friday anymore. I think I think it would save. I think it would honestly save Bally, and it would save some of these local sports deals. So that's one of the reports that's out there right now is that Diamond Sports, who obviously owns Bally and has had all these financial problems, that they're in talks with Amazon about a potential streaming deal. Amazon, of course, has had some success. With the NFL, there's been talk of them getting involved in the NBA. Like, they've been interested in NBA teams recently that they wanted to do NBA games and have, like, a standalone night where we own the night on Tuesdays, for instance. They wanted to create a Thursday night football-type atmosphere for NBA games. And so this would make some sense that, you know, Amazon's really wanted to kind of own the sports market, the sports streaming market, and that they've been in talks with Diamond Sports Group, how much they'd invest, how much control they'd have, whatever else. That's not clear, but the report seems to be Amazon bankrolling it, Amazon funding it, buying in, 
and then Diamond still operates Bally. So it's more just like, hey, we're the uh, we're the money in charge of all this. Almost like a uh, Adelson Cuban dynamic that we're coming in here to be the money. You you call the shots, you run everything, but we're the money behind this. Which I heard uh, that arrangement is not going to be the case in a matter of years. Mark Cuban will be phased out in a few years. And turn things over to the uh, the stepson or, or, or the young Adelson there. That was one of the reports that came out from the New York Post was that the next decade would be spent with Mark Cuban grooming the younger Adelson who's 20 to eventually take over the Mavericks. Little college football since you're in Choppy's chair. Yeah, let's uh, let's now got some college football, some different headlines this week. Uh, first, the NCAA may not exist here soon. So the National Labor Relations Board had a hearing beginning on Monday, and they're looking into this this week that ultimately could reclassify Division One football and basketball players as university employees under federal labor law. So the entire business model would then that, that the NCAA currently operates under would be deemed illegal and athletes would be entitled to salaries, apply for a formal union, they'd get benefits. This would end amateur college sports. So the entire idea of the NCAA would completely go away, which this is what happens when the NCAA is so dug in against what was coming. They didn't prepare to live in a world where, hey, we can still exist with this model if we do this or do that. Instead, they fought so hard to just keep things 100% the way they wanted them. And now, depending on how this ruling comes down, they will be reclassified and ultimately be deemed illegal if this if this goes the wrong way. I apologize. Apologize. I did not give you your intro. Did you forget to study up on Saturday's action? Well, it's time for a cram session, baby. With the good, the bad, and the ugly from this past weekend of college football, it's RJ Choppy and the college football kegger. Take it away, Chop. Had to give Carter a little bit of love after I've been destroying him all week long. It's time for a cram session, baby. <laughs> he says it like, I, you guys never watched the show Shit's Creek, but the the Moira Rose, baby. That's, that's the way that uh, Carter says baby right there, <laughs> is, is that way. But... That's the the setup this week is that the NCAA could be in real trouble depending on how that ruling comes down. Uh, and, and you know what's also in trouble because of college sports is the housing market. Oh. Yep. Listen up, Peyton. Apartment shopping. Yeah, don't apartment shop in Athens, Georgia. So because of Georgia's success this year and because Georgia has become such a destination, uh, this is a report from, I don't even know how you pronounce this, dnyuz.com. Uh, but they had an, uh, an article over there this week that talked about these people, these lifelong Athens residents are being priced out of the area because what it's happened is Georgia has become such a destination site for people that want to, you know, come into town for the weekend, blow through, watch Georgia play, whoever, Alabama, watch Georgia play LSU, whatever it is, I'm sure Georgia play Texas in the future, that real estate developers are seeing such high demand for people who come through town and want these expensive Airbnbs for three days that they're going, we're going to start buying up property and we're just going to, you know, lease out the these apartments and stuff mm. like that and basically just turn them into short-term rentals. And because of that, these property values are skyrocketing, just going through the roof. And these lifelong Athens residents, it was this whole profile talking to people there who were like, I have to move. I can't afford to live here anymore because Thanks, college football has completely ruined the housing market in our area. And apparently this is just a microcosm. It's something that exists in other parts of the country where you have these big football programs. So you better hope, Peyton, that 
TCU, SMU, UNT, places like that. If, if you want to live around Denton. Well, he's moving to Lubbock. He's a Red Raider fan. Oh, now. yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah. yeah, well, you don't have to worry about Lubbock ever, uh, you know, being a destination <laughs> or anything else Ooh. with the way that football team plays. So. Also, stop it. Uh, well, <laughs> I won't defend Joey McGuire. He goes to my godson. Uh, Chip Kelly came up with a solution that went viral the other day. He's probably not going to be the UCLA head coach uh, moving forward. He may not be coaching in college. Maybe he should be the commissioner. Here's Chip Kelly's idea for realignment and scheduling. I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they're saying, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. But I think if you went together collectively as a group and said there's 132 teams and we all share, in the, same ter- we all share the same TV contract so that the Mountain West doesn't have one and the Sun Belt doesn't have another and SEC has one and they have another, that we all go together, that's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one. Instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five, you can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You can do a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done, that money now needs to be shared with the student-athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing, and the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. Did he say NLI? Yeah. We were so close. So close. <laughs> no, to we were not close. Innovation to a great ovation. We were not close. His whole point is is rooted in the women's softball team should be able to play Arizona. Oh, gonna, as if anybody is worried. Oh, you back away all you uh, back away all you want. The you reality two is daughters, two the, daughters. The reality is that no, I'm just talking about let's just be I'm not to be a girl dad. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not participating in this. <laughs> no, the the reality is and that's not anything that there's a problem with women's softball. It's just it's not money that moves the needle. The college football, we're like we just drew the example. College football it impacts housing markets, yeah. And you're you're trying to say that like, oh, the the horror of our men's basketball team or our women's softball team not being able to play historic rivals. It's like, it, but it doesn't matter. This is what matters. It's the money. That's that's what matters to people. That's what matters to conferences. Is the NFC East and the MVP officially? Over Vegas knows. We'll tell you what they think, and we give away our first Cowboys Lions tickets of the morning during the expressway, commercial free after this. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hurts drops back, has time, loads up, throws. A.J. Brown, the defense. It's intercepted! Does he keep his feet in? He does! Seahawks ball! The interception made by Love! This guy's going nuts for the Seahawks defense, making big plays. Thank you, Julian Love, for keeping hope alive. But just as important, thank you, Jamal Adams, for being a knucklehead. Because according to the reports, Jamal Adams was not in the stadium after learning he would be a healthy uh, healthy scratch. And then Pete Carroll on the radio in Seattle said, I think he was home. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think he was home. So Julian Love started in Jamal Adams' place, ended up having two interceptions late in the game to win it for Seattle and win it for DFW. Good morning, Metroplex. This is the Expressway Commercial Free with Sean and Bobby. He is our Cowboys insider, Roberto Belt, and we're about to give away Cowboys-Lions tickets this segment and next hour as well. Thank you, Jamal. Yeah, this is... Uh... Man, I this has been an epic collapse for me. I really wanted Jamal Adams when, when those trade talks were going on because it was like, hey, you are are not very good at safety right now. He could be a difference maker here. Go get him. And this is why I don't make decisions for an NFL front office because I would have traded a first-round pick for Jamal Adams, and that would have been stupid. And he has just gone from being like this hot trade commodity, somebody who was traded for big-time draft capital to a guy who doesn't play very well, who fights with reporters in cities he doesn't even play in anymore. Is a joke in coverage. Like, it's an internet. You want want to see me become Roy Williams-like. Back when Roy Williams was with the Cowboys, everybody's like, the guy can't cover. He's useless back there. That's what has basically become the case with Jamal Adams. I do wonder... Part of me wonders, just with the way Dan Quinn has been able to shift guys into place or find uses, I do wonder if Dan Quinn, if he had somebody like Jamal Adams, would be able to do different things with him and make him kind of the hybrid linebacker like he likes to do with his safeties. I, I Part of me wonders if Jamal Adams would play better if he were here. So and if Seattle's going to walk away, 
just saying. I wouldn't necessarily be opposed. Still. Okay. So how is he as a run defender? I know he's a blitzer. Good. Good. He, okay. can, he can play the run well. And, and, I mean, if he's playing in the box, he can be – in fact, look, I mean, Dan Quinn – I mean, all we have is safeties playing linebacker anyway. Might as well add another one. And Dan Quinn's always done it. Like, Dan Quinn turned Cam Chancellor into one of the best safeties in the NFL, and Cam Chancellor wasn't the guy who could cover because he was able to put him in the box and get stuff out of him. And so I I, I wouldn't be opposed if they were to walk away from the offseason if they wanted to cut him. But, man, he is just – he's spiraling. Yes. The, the, the fights he's had with New York reporters, he doesn't even play there anymore. The pouting, it's, uh, it's a lot, man. And I, I – I like Jamal Adams, like personally, but man, it's it's a lot. Well, do you know him? Yeah, I've, I've been around him a couple times. <laughs> I mean, he's from Hebron and he trains around here still. I know his trainers. Uh, so that was Greg Bell with the report that Jamal was home. Thank goodness. So Jamal Adams plays. Are we able to celebrate like this? Laugh of Philly radio, you know, me troll Howard asking the actual human troll. Maybe not. All right. Is the NFC East over? We're trying to figure this out. Kevin Hagelin, the self-proclaimed mathematical whiz. He was going through all the scenarios yesterday. I was listening to it on the way home with strength of schedule. Basically, the way Kevin summarized it, and I think I have this correct, we need to root for the Giants to lose their games, and we need to root for the Commanders to win. That way, when you face them at the time, strength of schedule factors in Philly still has the lead when it comes to the strength of schedule argument, but we need to root for the giants to lose. So the Eagles win versus them is not as impressive from a strength of schedule standpoint and the commanders to win. I believe I have that correct. So why can't, why can't we just root for the giants to beat them? We can. Why do you got to be a jackass about it? <laughs> the man did all this work, and he broke it down for the fourth tiebreaker, and you decided, why can't we get you get? Maybe if you would have had an answer on Twitter yeah. like Michael Gelkin, since you're the insider, we wouldn't have to rely on Hagelin. Well, That's part of your job. I mean, you know, uh, math is not part of my job. Well, what am I, 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 I was homeschooled. I think we've established this at yeah, this so point. So you should be smarter. We know you're more socially awkward, but I expect you to have a higher education. You know, maybe it's because my mom died before I could finish high school, no, Sean. Therapist so said, I, get over it. I, no more. Did. Therapy said it was 17 years ago. Get over it. <laughs> NFC, <laughs> NFC East. Favorite. The Eagles are 4-11. to 11. The Cowboys are eleven to five. That's what their record should be: four and eleven. Four, and, four, <laughs> four to eleven odds versus eleven to five. So they have the Eagles in front, which makes sense with the schedule. I mean, do, how do you you ask this yesterday to to Hagee? Like, how do you how likely do you think it is they lose one of these last three, Philly? I think one of the Giants games will be a scare for them. That's- one one of the Giants games. We will all be sitting at home, and we'll get our hopes up, edge of our seat. Oh, my gosh, it's really happening. Oh, my goodness. Here's the problem. I'm, I, I, have, I have less faith in the Cowboys winning these next two games. <laughs> like, yeah. they're going to I, – I have the Dolphins winning. I have the Dolphins winning. Way to spoil Friday. I, now, what's, what's up with Tyreek? Tyreek is, is looking like he's on track to be back. Okay, because that would have changed. That would have changed my opinion. They're what? fast, man. They are so fast, and I don't, I don't know the Dallas. We'll, we'll dive into it like later this week, just how, how tough they are to cover across the field. But man, they are so fast, and if they're getting Tyreek back, and they've got Waddle, and man, that can, that can be a lot for Dallas's defense to cover. But 
yeah, it would be a totally Dallas thing for the Giants to beat the Eagles this weekend and Dallas loses to Miami. That would be what would happen. No, lose to the Commanders. Yeah, oh, <laughs> That would be a Dallas thing. All right. Odds to win the Super Bowl. By the way, we have power rankings coming up Ooh. at 8 o'clock. I'm so good at these odds. Okay. Hit me. Number one, the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. Wow. We're so impressed. Thank Good you. Job, what bro. a great guess. Thank you. Number two. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens. Ding, ding. Ring them up. Boom. All right. This is where I'm going to struggle. <laughs> Number three. I'm going to say they still have the Philadelphia Eagles. No. Damn it. The Miami Dolphins. Des Bryant. Uh, okay. Uh, number three, the Dallas Cowboys. Damn it. Peyton. Say the Chiefs. Come on. Good job, Peyton. Because the Chiefs suck right now. They got my home, so. Kansas City Chiefs, 29 to 4. So, in order, San Fran, Baltimore, Kansas City, then Miami. That was my next guess. The Cowboys are 9 to 1. So, 9 to 1, if you want to lay down 10 bucks to win 90. Then. Now, why would the Cowboys have better odds than the Eagles? Because the Eagles have a better shot of actually winning the division, but they Vegas probably recognizes that Dallas is a better football team right now. Or they want to steal Cowboy fans' money. But wouldn't they want to give them eh, – well, yeah, I guess so. You know, that's uh, – I could hear RJ. You know, he's probably listening right now. Uh, and that would be a money play to – Get in the wallets of Cowboy fans. So, in order, San Fran, Baltimore, Kansas City, Miami, the Cowboys, Eagles, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, Cleveland. They threw up a stat the other day, ESPN did, and I, I made sure to take a picture of it. And it was basically that when you talk about starting 10 or 1 or better in the Super Bowl era and losing three straight, the Eagles are the fourth team to do that, to start 10 and one or better and then lose three straight. And only one of those teams, the 86 Jets, even won a playoff game. They, The other two had just bit lost, didn't even want a playoff game. Jets won one and then got bounced. So I think it's just Vegas looking at Philadelphia and saying Philadelphia is a vulnerable, honestly bad football team right now. And ESPN Analytics threw up the odds for the week 16 results between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Both teams win. Eagles 75%, Cowboys 25%. Dallas wins. Philly loses. 91% towards the Cowboys. Philly wins. Dallas loses. 81% towards the Eagles. Both lose. Cowboys category is 74%. I have no idea what any of that means. I'm just reading it to try to be smart. I have no clue what any of that says. Okay. Is the MVP race over? The favorite is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Who's number two? Lamar Jackson. Yes. Lamar is four to one. Purdy's one to two. Then Dak Prescott. No. Ooh, Josh Allen. Hmm. Um Tyreek Hill. Go ahead. Peyton's flapping his arms. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> was that an eagle flap? Oh, yeah, that was an eagle. No. <laughs> I'm right. Uh, I have no idea who it is. If remember, it's not remember my remember my Texas Rangers comparison the other day. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is three, then Dak fourth at nineteen to two. So Dak went from seven to five to nineteen to two after the Buffalo game. Josh Allen is fifth behind Prescott, then Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Jalen Hurts, and 
Tua. I am really. Jalen Hurts went from, oh my, I'm sorry. Jalen Hurts is off the board. <laughs> Hurts went from 2-1 to one, to 3-2 to two, to 11-2 to 12-1 to, to, to off the board. Tua has also been taken off the board. I, um, man, I, I was genuinely like disappointed in, in Dak this weekend that this is the second time in his career that it reached a fever pitch of Dak is the MVP. The other time was right after the Atlanta game in 21, where they put, they beat him like 40 to three. It was right after the Denver game. He bounced back at the Atlanta and then people were talking about Dak is, is the MVP. He's playing better than anybody else. And then it just, it, it went down the drain immediately after that. It, it it sucks a little bit that as soon as these two times it's reached a fever pitch of like, this is the guy, the very next opportunity he's gotten, yeah, it's it hasn't gone away. And I, I, I don't think that's indicative of him hearing noise and collapsing under the pressure. It's just like, it'd be nice to see you level it up when that talk started. Yeah, but it, it's amazing. Or how, maintain even. Yeah, but we don't. It's amazing how our judgment is completely opposite and unfair when it comes to a a starting pitcher. An outing is a starting pitcher versus a quarterback playing an NFL game. We give the starting pitcher a break, but the quarterback, you can't have any fall if you cannot have a bad game. It's like Deion Sanders said to Shannon and Ocho. He's like, we've all had these games where like, flush the tape. Let's not even review it. It was a bad game. You're going to have a bad day. Dak Prescott was playing absolutely lights out for seven straight weeks, basically, seven straight weeks. Is this just going to continue for every single game the rest of the year, including the postseason? No. But don't be bad. I know. Unfortunately, all it also comes against, like, well, I don't even want to say, like, a real opponent. Philadelphia was a real opponent, despite what Bobby says. Uh, Seattle's not trash. They're, they're, they're somewhat of a threat, but it fit the Cowboy narrative. Yeah, just don't. Don't go out there and throw for 130 yards or whatever you do. Like, that's the thing to me is that I just, I, you you don't have to be all world, but like threaten somebody. Don't go out there and just play one of your worst games of the season. Coach of the year favorite from Bet Online. Uh, it should be D'Amico Ryans. He's third. Then we'll say Dan Campbell still. Two buzzers. Damn it. Can you try not to curse nine times in the segment? I feel like ba- damn the boss a- is liking you. You know, don't, don't get a don't I, get a text, I, don't I get a call. I didn't feel like "damn it" was a cuss word. It is. Um, let's go with you just did Shane Steichen four times. Uh, yes, yeah, Shane Steichen is the favorite in order. Steichen, Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryan's, Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, Stefanski, Harbaugh. Zach Taylor, McVay, LaFleur, Sirianni, and Sean Payton have been taken off the board. No Mike McCarthy and RJ Choppy would be disgustingly right now hearing that. I think that's uh, that's the betting markets telling you what the rest of the league believes, which is... How can Zach Taylor... I mean, Zach Taylor above Mike McCarthy when you're sitting there with double-digit wins. Sean McVay above Mike McCarthy. Matt LaFleur... Above Mike McCarthy, that's ridiculous. It really is. Why? Maybe that's the betting markets telling you what they know, which is he doesn't deserve a lot of credit for what's gone on here. Honestly, the first five weeks of the season, were, don't you buzz me for that? <laughs> it's but that that's that's ridiculous. They, those other guys should not get more consideration 
uh, for. But it's 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 the same question we've talked about. Like, what does he deserve credit for? Derailing the offense for the first five weeks of the season? No, he deserves credit uh, to many people outside of this studio. Everyone will give him credit for elevating the offense and Dak's game compared to last year and and making the offense even better than Kellen Moore's offense. That will be the national narrative. Uh, And listen to Michael Lombardi coming on yesterday. That will be the national narrative that Mike McCarthy, before the postseason, took them to another level. You can get mad at it all you want. You can disagree. No, 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 no. You can try to pick a fight with me right now. That is the way it's going I'm not, to I'm be. Not, I'm not picking a fight. That's that's fine that it's the narrative. I'm telling you that that's Vegas telling you that the the that doesn't reflect the reality. Yeah. The narrative doesn't match. Defensive player of the year. Miles Garrett. Nope. Really? TJ Watt. Nope. Man, you suck. Max Crosby. Peyton, Peyton, you tell us. It's Micah Parsons. Come Good on. job. Why is it still Micah? That is totally undeserved. I was going to go TJ Watt, but then that just tells you Vegas is stupid. You just called them geniuses for crapping on McCarthy. Micah, then Miles Garrett, then TJ Watt, then Daniil Hunter, Deron Bland. Remember him? Mm -hmm. He's fourth at 28 to 1, actually fifth. So there's Deron Bland. So that's everything in. Where's Demarcus Lawrence on that list? Why would he be in the universe? Jerry said he was the only one who played good. Or well. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You were homeschooled. Uh, Let's hook you up. Cowboys, Lions, ticket giveaway this hour and next hour. Hit it, Peyton. All right, Tolos, that's right. Call number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see the Dallas Cowboys take on the Detroit Lions on December 30th at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, courtesy of the Jackpot.com Lottery app, an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. That's call number 10 at 877-881-1053. All right, congrats to the Tolo who ends up winning that. And we're going to have another giveaway in the 8 o'clock hour as well. And thanks to Jackpot.com's lottery app for helping you win the tickets, for turning it on, leaving it on. If you're new to the show, the station, that stands uh, for Tolo. And, of course, this is the expressway. We are commercial-free all the way up until 8 o'clock Last hour in the payload, special hump day edition. Hump day. We asked whether your girl would be cool with you shopping with another girl for her gifts. And now Bobby has another one of these types of topics when it comes to the poll. Yes. What was the topic again? See, I'm filling in for Choppy. <laughs> are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. I am filling in for Choppy. Which, which topic are we talking about here? Oh, this is the poll. The P-O-L-E. I was thinking P-O-L-L. I was like, we didn't ask a poll question. That threw me off uh, a great deal. Yes. So this was one that I had seen over on SciPost.com. And it's a new research study that says pole dancing classes boost women's mental well-being. It says pole dancing, a form of dance that combines strength, flexibility, and sensual movements, can significantly improve women's mental well-being and aspects of the sexual self-concept, including sexual self-esteem and anxiety, according to new research published in BMC Psychology. 
Dance has not only been recognized as an art form, but also as a means of personal expression and emotional release. Pole dancing, often associated with exotic dance, has evolved beyond its stereotypes and gained popularity as a fitness and recreational activity. So there's one, there, there's a couple ways you could look at this. The first one you could say is, look, if you're feeling a little down, your, your girl's feeling just a little upset, down in the dumps, get her a stripper pole for Christmas. Boost her mental health, mental health keeps her in shape. You get some added benefit from that, I'm sure. But the more I thought about that, the less it became. Or class. You don't have to get the pole in your house. No, but go I think classes. Look, if, if you're going to socialize with other people, if you're going to take the if you're going to take the classes, you're telling me you're not going to then have the pole in your room, Sean. They don't have to execute the moves. They don't have to have the pole to execute the moves. But it'd be, it'd be nice. Fine, I'm not against it. I mean, do it. Got to have some kind of pole. But anyway, uh, the what you're looking at there, there's a couple different ways you could look at. That's the first inclination. It's like, huh, what could go wrong here? If your girl takes those classes, what's the big deal there? Then I started thinking about it a little bit more, as I tend to do. I started thinking about things, get in my head a little bit. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking about, would I want my wife taking, like, classes like this? And I got to thinking about it, and my answer was no. I don't want her to. Stupid. It's stupid? You're stupid. There's no reason, no reason to be against this. It is so beneficial for everybody. Who teaches her? A, a, a someone who's a master of the uh, the, the pole arts. Someone who's got moves. I who's limber. I look at this and I say, look, you're, you're clearly learning. Yeah, tell me how you overthought this. Because you're clearly learning from a stripper, right? Okay. And I don't think that you I don't can think only she has to be a stripper. I'll mm. take a little sip. Well, fine. So what? Because I don't necessarily want the stripper mentality being passed over to my wife. Oh my gosh. You, you I think Peyton's going to agree with I me. I think on you're this the one. I think you're the Hispanic one in the relationship. <laughs> you're the jealous one. You're the jealous Hispanic one. I told one. you I've told you recently I do have jealous tendencies. I know hey, that. But hey, but it's just I don't know. He's jealous too. Peyton, would yeah, you be okay if she said, uh, what are you doing, dear? I'm going to my strip club, my pole dancing class, not strip club class. Now you got that in my mind. Uh pole dancing class, would you be fine with it? Roy was right. If the class is just women, the teacher's a woman, and that's all she does with it, I have no problem with it. Now, if she's training to be a stripper, then absolutely I have a problem with it. Okay, but but if you're just a class it for exercise and to boost up your future apartment life. Well, then go ahead. I'll buy the poll for the apartment then. Right? You see? Okay, so 940, don't be a prude, Bobby. 817, Bobby, dumb as hell for this take. 469, Bobby's right. How long before the wife wants to show this off? Where's she gonna go? To me? I mean, like, like if you it's think to me, she's fine. You think she's calling baby dolls to say you guys got an opening Wednesday? <laughs> look, look. Here, you think randomly she's like, you know, it's not like it's not like paying off a bet at the improv when you lose your fantasy league and you got to stand up and do ten minutes of of comedy. She's not. You don't randomly strip, Bobby. You don't. You don't just drive by the club and walk in and be like, you guys have any like thirty minute gap openings? Like, I'd really like to go ahead and. And and, and and put this to use. All I'm this just hard saying, work I've been I'm doing. Just saying the idiot. idea, the idea, uh, the idea of this, this mentality. Be to apply, I, I just, I, What's I the mentality? Be sexy. The stripper mentality. It's just it's different. There there are other ways. Which by the way, where where's this one? Uh, Two one four. The mentality. And look at you insulting strippers. 
I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not insulting strippers. I'm just saying, do I want to be married to a stripper? They make no, really good I money, don't. Bobby. Okay, Good's they're performing. Yes, exactly. The would menta- you? Would you? Would you? What, menta- what? What trait? What? What? What's second or third? I shouldn't even ask you. You're going to get in trouble yourself. What's second or third trait? Standing Ryan would carry over uh, with a stripper mentality to your wife. What do you think she'd? Pick up as a habit afterwards. <laughs> Not tell a me, habit. Tell me what you think. Not a habit. It's more a. You think you think in the bar she goes twenty dollars to carry twenty dollars a song. Uh, you think <laughs> she's gonna start repeating random stripper things? You're, you are gonna get me. In you trouble are an here. overthinking moron. You are gonna moron. get me in trouble here with 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 the take that I'm about yeah, to say. Don't say it. Uh, look, two one four. Bobby is the only human <laughs> being that's ever made me miss RJ Choppy. Nine seven two. Dude, that's a straight insult. People, people saying I got LDE here. That this is LDE yeah. right here. Yeah. I don't. That, that's not what this is about. It's just about the the idea of like, she's thirty five now. Your we're, wife? Yes. We're we're married. We have our our children. I don't know that. Like now is the time. It, it, it just makes me think. Like if you're entering into this and you're saying that this is a, the era where you want to start exploring things like this, it's like it, it just feels like a little midlife crisis. Yeah, kind of. And and like, is it is it is it, is it making you want to like pursue other things? Like what? I don't know. Just a, a little bit more of a freer lifestyle. Would she do it? I don't think so. I don't think she'd have any interest in this. Okay. She loves dancing. Which is why it would be, yes, she does love dancing. That's gotten me in trouble as well recently. Yes. Um, But no, she, I, I think that. I love this music. It would, yeah, in the club. I, it, it's something where if she were to, that's the other thing is that I already know she wouldn't generally be interested in this. So if all of a sudden she was to have an interest and want to do it, I would start thinking like, the, then you're going through some sort of character change or some sort of like I personality she wants to spice change. things up. She wants to. It's a tremendous workout. Yesterday Look, you started at physical Sean, therapy. Sean, it, it gets pretty spicy as it is. I mean, we we can go into details if you like. Yeah. That's the other thing about the two one four saying Bobby sounds like he just uh, he he wants somebody like uh, motionless there. That's not the case. Two one four. All right, that's not. I think we've talked about this. <laughs> I think I think you lose amongst the. I do not lose. So, so you'd be okay with it. You, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be like more than okay. You'd be gung ho. Yes, man. Like someone wants to. Someone buys my wife a drink while I'm in the bathroom, and they don't know that we're there together. That's a compliment. If my wife is walking and a random dude turns his head and looks at her ass or points at her or is checking her out and doesn't know that we're together, he's not trying to openly disrespect me. That's a compliment. That's security. That's praise for your girl. You should be happy that that dude asked her to dance at Billy Bob's uh, because that means you got an attractive hot thing with you, man. 903 nailed it. Bobby is scared because his wife settled for him, and he's scared she'll find someone actually attractive. Now, exactly. That's a great point. Nailed it. That's a great point. That's probably, look, she she settled clearly. <laughs> what random club, though, or bar could, like, she start dancing like a stripper at? Like, where... Where where can she just like you're not doing it at Billy Bob's you like know? with with clothes on yeah Cowboys Red River no which she would I've never, never go been there. there she would never go there oh boy when Peyton was single I was trying like hell to get him to go to Cowboys Red River because I was like that's where you go get your reps in Peyton reps that that, that that's where you 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 get your training camp snaps well in. she has my location now so you know I can't <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I can't, right no, no that's not the heady play you, what you do is you just leave your phone somewhere this is do. the expressway commercial free uh, all the way up until eight o'clock we're gonna do power rankings and another Cowboys Lions ticket giveaway you've been waiting to do this one I want to make sure we do it before we break and don't see each other for a little while the Christmas board game fight possibilities 
the games you're going to gather around and play as a family that are going to cause the most possible fights. Yeah, so this you're is... A big, you're a big board game guy on vacation, right? Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we play when stuff. When you went to Arkansas. Yeah, when, guys, we go, when we go there, we we play with, you know, the kids and other things. It's, it's always something that is good to do whenever you've got some downtime if you're not filling it with going out. Like, we generally want to do things while we're out on vacation. So if it's like we're at back at the vacation house or whatever else, it's cool to, cool to do the board game thing. So this was some research that actually was done from the UK but was really interesting to me that they found that the board game that causes the most fights around the holiday is monopoly no nope in fact their research showed i don't really know board games so i'm not gonna have a lot sorry one of them no their research showed that monopoly is one of the games that causes the fewest fights which makes me feel like this is bs research the game they said causes the most fights which i have no idea how this would cause a fight is clue I don't know how Clue causes a fight. You can't cheat at it. You can't have any issues with it. Sorry is a good answer. Trouble is one that causes a lot of shoots fights. Shoots and ladders. I don't see how shoots oh, and ladders cause problems because that's just like go up and down. But like I get how trouble causes fights because you ha- you get to pick your pieces and you may pick to move one that intentionally is going to send somebody back. That always gets my kids worked up. They get angry whenever I choose to move this piece and send them back to start. That upsets them. But clearly the answer is Monopoly. Do you all play board games during Christmas? And if so, what do you play? Monopoly. Monopoly. Monopoly is the one. So I always had the ones that I've always known have caused fights are Trouble, Risk, and Monopoly. Those And I never play Risk because Risk will go on for 12 hours if you play it. Monopoly can go on for 12 hours if you play like Peyton. The way I play, the game will be over in 30 minutes because I just will wipe the floor with you. You'll be bankrupt just like that. That is in Monopoly? Yep. I, it'll go? be like the Athens ho- housing market. I'm going to like just destroy <laughs> it with Georgia football. But that one causes problems because people get angry about house rules. People get angry about the banker. They feel like the banker can be cheating. Yeah. They don't like the tactics of, well, no, you're not supposed you got to build property evenly. You can't just put one house over here. Yes, I can. That's the way I play. So I get how Monopoly causes problems. So I think this is BS research that says Monopoly is one of the games that causes the fewest fights. This seems like an attempt to try and get some attention. So my family doesn't really do board games anymore, but we're still into throw bread uh, at each yeah, other and <laughs> tortillas now. Yeah. Um, we do. We still play dominoes. The classic dominoes game. And okay. we'll play like Uno, like card games as well. We're, you know, we're big into card games, but yeah, we're yeah, not Uno, big board Big games. fan of Uno. Mm-hmm. Uno's I've, fantastic. I've never understood, like, people, like, I see all these memes all the time with people with, like, Uno, and they say, like, well, that, that's the surest way to start a fight. There's a draw 15 card or a this or that. Yeah, I've never like, fought during Uno. I have no idea. Like, every time I've played Uno, I've just been like, this is stupid. We Why play, uh, we play uh, athletic games. Not y'all's little board card games. We play pool. We play Is pool athletic. <laughs> uh, ping pong and a game Ooh, named Carom. I well, my mom had to hide the ping pong paddle. She got rid of the board. Oh, kick your ass at s- ping pong, <sighs> bro! Go. I'm dead serious. You can throw football miles. You, you've been an athletic. Golf. Wait, is that what you mean when you say you've, you played tennis growing up? Athletic, it was table tennis. You've been an athletic <laughs> loser in everything you've talked about. Uh, you didn't win the football throwing contest. You, I beat you. you. We split. I beat you. <laughs> you, you, you. I won the first though. You won the second. The second one, I guess, went longer. The, f- the throw that went the absolute furthest was mine. Uh, I'm a state champion tennis player. You Not a table you tennis you can't player. Beat me in ping pong. Oh my gosh! Table tennis. So this is this is definitely something we're doing we now. We played. We played. You know, ping pong. We did. 
So my mom got rid of it. But I'm I'm trying to order. We had this real deal billiards table, but my dad got rid of it after we all moved away. So I'm trying to order like a fold out. My wife's like, get him a fold out pool table. I'm like, they don't make those. What are you talking about? So all I've been doing in research in the past two days for nostalgia purposes, I want to go back home, get my best friend, Jake, my brother will come over and we always play like two on two. And I'm trying to get a fold out pool table that's seven foot. I don't want one of those little mini ones. I want like a seven or eight foot fold out pool table. But no place will deliver them until like the new. Do you year. get Do you get angry playing like pool yeah. or, or ping pong? Like if you start losing, it makes you mad. Um, my dad gets the the, the most petty. Um, I I don't get like that cutthroat with it. I broke a window when I lost uh, at ping pong one time as a teenager. I Not mean, on purpose. I threw the paddle now and versus a then. Very different. We play carom. That's like an Indian board game where you pluck like little discs around. Somebody that, threw that on here. Somebody on the Fantex com- had this here. That's uh, a fun game. We've also got some, by the way, the, the games at the holiday that we got here. Uh, 817 says they play Yahtzee. 469 says Phase 10. 682 plays Spades. Uh, oh, 812, spades. the game that people fight about, Pictionary. Pictionary can get frustrating because if it's like if you feel like you have a stupid partner right. or something like that, that can drawer. get really angry. You're like that'll really get to me. But now this is something that I absolutely have to do because I think that I I I am very confident. Like I know, like I'll do bits sometimes or I'll troll about my ability in certain areas. I am so confident that I would beat you at. You're not coordinated. Ping pong. I am so confident I would beat you at ping pong. Are that, you good at pool? No. Are you good at darts? No. Okay. But I would kick your ass at ping pong. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, what, what's the, what do they call it? Love? You'd score love. <laughs> yeah. 877-881-1053 yeah. is. I bring you to love, Sean. The, <laughs> on the, after the, uh, the, 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 the pole dancing class. 877-881-1053 to hit us up. We had Cowboys Lions ticket giveaway number one. We're going to do number two, not standing up, Stephen A. And one through five or five through one, man, the NFL sucks. The NFC sucks. The NFL sucks. When you write down your NFL power rankings, do the Cowboys make your top five? And where are the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles, if at all? Power rankings on a hump day. Hump day. They're next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.